Good morning, everybody. Welcome to a Monday morning. Hopefully you're starting your day off good. To be perfectly honest, I'm a little dragon. Kind of a rough night. Hopefully you didn't have one. But I have my coffee, so things are better. Although I do have to say that it, I didn't do it right, so it didn't start, so it was running really late. I hope you guys are doing well this morning. We have a few topics I want to I wanna hit today. If you want to participate in the show, you can do that by dialing 1-424-373-5483, 1-424-DSD-LIVE. You also can connect uh, via the web if you're international. You can find the links and more information on that in the show notes or the video description if you're watching this on YouTube. Oh, man. I want to just mention that I am not a therapist. I'm an individual much like you who's been through a difficult situation. We've developed some tips and techniques that help me that I share with you to hopefully help you get your life back, break the cycle of abuse, get things back under control, hopefully even repair the relationship with your, uh, your children if you have some. If you strongly suspect that your ex might have a personality disorder, remember that only a clinical uh, therapist psychologist in a clinical environment can make that determination. You want to be careful not to be throwing uh, medical terms around and pretending like you are diagnosing somebody because that can just blow up in your face and you don't want to do that. If you like what goes on here and you want to support it, you can become a channel member. You can find out more information on the YouTube page, Dad Surviving Divorce, and uh, click the join button. Every little bit helps. Keep the lights on. Keep the phone systems running. Pay for the cool music. Oh, man. Good times. We got to... Starting to get hyped up with the coffee. All right, guys. Hopefully you're doing well. Again, if you want to participate in the show, 1-424-373-5483. The first topic I want to hit this morning is how the one thing I've seen time and time again is people, and I fell into this as well, is you start this process out and you're like, by golly, gosh darn it, I'm going to play by my rules and I'm going to do things my way. And uh, you try to force things to go the way you expect them to go. I don't know about you, but my experience is every time I've ever tried to do that, I basically, no matter what the situation, you can roll this to the divorce, you can roll this to work situations, roll it back. If it's not meant to be and you try to force it, it's going to be a train wreck. It's not going to be a heck of a lot of fun. You will end up beating your head against the wall, which I've done that numerous times. So you have to adapt. You have to learn how to change your approach and uh, get through your situation. Now, I could see after you've successfully navigated your situation and uh, maybe got the best outcome possible, things are stable. Maybe even your kids are, if you have kids, are adults. 
then maybe trying to do things to change things, to change the system is a better way. But every time I've seen somebody just try to like force the issue and say, you know, everyone's wrong and it's going to be my way. It's like the machine just eats them alive. And it's, uh, you know, it's tough. You gotta, you have to just take a step back, take a deep breath and think about it. And think, I mean, think about what the outcome is that you're looking for, right? I mean, if you want to be absolutely right and fail miserably, then, you know, I mean, that's a decision you can make. But I would rather you guys find a way to navigate your situation, get some stability back into your life, deal with the PTSD and the trauma, and, and be in a situation to where you're much better prepared to fight the war. When you try to force things your way, it just doesn't work. I'll use another example. I'll use an example that happened to me early on. And that was like, dang it, she's going to follow the court order. And, uh, you know, it's like she's supposed to share information. So I, you know, pull out my little fingers and go, you know, send those emails off trying to force the issue. And, and to be perfectly honest, if I would have had unlimited funds, more money, I would have definitely taken it back to court and use those as contention points to, uh, to try to fight it. But I didn't have any more money. I was, I was pretty much wiped out. I was barely, uh, barely able to make ends meet. So it wasn't an, it wasn't an option. But I spent a significant amount of time trying to force the issue. You know, sending emails back. This is before I knew about hybrid no contact, before I developed that technique, I guess. Uh, and I found out later that, or I don't know when it was created, but another, I can't remember the guy's name, but another person has created the BIF. I can't even remember what BIF stands for. I'm sure someone will put it in the, in the comments, but, uh, and I would go through and systematically paragraph by paragraph, line by line, go through and annotate where there were failures in this, in this process and how things needed to change. And how on page seven, paragraph three, subsection two, subsection B, that they were violating the court order and, uh, you know, yada, yada. I mean, just, just stupid. Just so, I mean, had I had more, had I had more funds than potentially going back and wanted to spend it going back to court would have been a good way to try to force the issue. But but you have to look at your situation and say, okay, you know, how do, what's your ultimate goal? What are you trying to accomplish? For me, I wanted time with my kids. I wanted 50-50. And I wanted to have the best relationship I could possibly have. And I should have wrote, wrote, I should have drafted that out on paper, put it on a big board, stuck it to my mirror, stuck it to my wall. So every day I reminded myself what I, what I want, what was really important. And the reason that is important is because then you can look at your situation and you can go, okay, that's uh, this, all this other garbage. Does it lead me to my goal? Does it lead me to the, the getting the custody I want? And does it lead me to having the relationship I want? And the other thing I, I should have added into that whole list of those two items 
as I wanted peace in my life. I didn't want chaos anymore. I didn't want to deal with the constant stress and anxiety and PTSD and just muck that happens in these situations. It's a, uh, it's a tough thing, you know? And I, and I, I see people who, who uh, go down that route and just, just, cre- it just, it's like it creates more, more problems. Anyways, that's the first part of the rant of the show. If you want to participate, you can dial in at 1424-373-5483, 1424-DSD-LIVE. Speaking of numbers, I was actually looking. The system actually has the ability to add numbers in other countries. Um, not sure if that is... Uh, if that's uh, something that we'll ever do or would be worthwhile, it'd be pretty expensive to add it just, you know, depending on what the response is. But maybe if we grow, maybe that'll be something to look at. Uh, Steven said, uh, borderline intellectual functional. No, it's, um, you know what, let me just, let me see if I can just look this up real quick. Uh, be a biff uh, divorce. Let's see what, what it comes up with. Bill Eddy, that's who it is. Um, brief, informative, friendly, and firm. And Bill Eddy, if you guys aren't, I wonder if I could pull this up. Uh, well, I'll just pull it up on the screen. And did I forget? To, oh, good, I did fix that. So it's uh, Bill Eddy. He's a listen, listen, listened. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, the funny part is, is I've <laughs> never mind. Licensed clinical social worker. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, and an attorney who's developed some, some, uh, products and information to help people during divorce and deal with high conflict divorces. So decent resource. I don't remember if I've ever tried to interview him. That would probably be interesting one day. Anyways. So I am going to just hit this issue, uh, because I've had a few people and I hopefully Caleb doesn't mind. I've had a few people reach out to me saying, oh my God, have you seen Caleb's latest video? I think I'm really worried about him. Is he okay? He's okay. (laughs) If you go to, I was just chatting with him this morning. He's obviously in the chat right now, I think. I I see some people talking to him. Uh, And and this whole first part of this thing was not talking about him. It It was about a different issue. But... His situation is gearing back up, and as a result, he's happened to focus attention on that. So um, whenever he... It's funny, kind of weird, because I didn't even think about it, because I always talk about getting to the other side, right? You know, when you get to the other side of this, things are better, your life's better, or whatever, and he had made the comment about, well, I'll talk to you guys on the other side, and people, people freaked out, like, oh my God, what does that mean? Now, he's talking about it in the way I talk, was talk, talk about it, that... You know, once you get to the other side of this and the people don't have any more control over you and, uh, or at least their, their options of attack are limited, then, you know, it, it, it it's different, you know, I, obviously whenever you start doing stuff like what I'm doing, like what he's doing, there's the potential that even once the court stuff is done and he still has young kids, I still have young kids. I mean, that complicates it. 
that uh, there's you know other avenues that they could try. I mean, anybody in the United States know, or everybody in the world knows, the United States is a very litigious and sue happy country, and everyone has the ability to to do that. Now, granted, it costs some money and some you know there's some stuff to do with that, but it is a reality. So, anyways, so hopefully that clears that up. So he is okay. I'm. Uh, oh, I saw uh, Emily Taylor is new to the channel. Welcome. Thanks for thanks for checking us out. Hopefully you like the hopefully you like the live show. Again, if any if you want to participate in today's show, you can call in at one four two four three seven three five four eight three. Look to see if there's any, any comments. I think everybody's running a little a little slow, a little less caffeinated than they would hope. Oh, man. See, it's hard for me to read and keep things going and not just have a ton of dead air. But luckily, I have a, I have a, a wonderful moderator who, if anything is really super important, will paste it down below in a, in a, in a, in a, uh, a message window for us that uh, I can see it. <laughs> ah, for, for, Hey, another thing that I was checking out. Oh, man, I was going to try to pull this up. Another thing I was checking out and I used to do this before, is a text, not- oh, text notification thing, which I forgot to send out today, so I'm going to have to get that in. So I am playing with that. I'm doing a little trial of it to see if it's going to be something that is worthwhile to use. And if it is, then I will potentially start sending out text notifications. So if you want to test that out, all you have to do is go over to your messaging app and to the number 855 849 Six nine five two. Again, that's eight five five eight four nine six nine five two. Text DSD Live, and it'll automatically add you into the system. I had a few people do that already. Uh, I did intend to send out, do the first test of that today, and uh, it did not. <laughs> it didn't work. It was. Uh, it was. It was a, uh, I forgot to do it, so I have to, uh, I have to add that into my routine. Speaking of routines, one of the other things, I sent out an email the other day talking about routines and, and how it typically takes three to four weeks for a new routine to really take hold. And I, I was thinking about this because I'm doing this new morning show. This would be the fourth week. This would be the 16th episode. And it's, uh, it's taken me a little bit to get acclimated to getting up at this time slot, you know, doing this whole thing. Like I just mentioned, I just uh, added an interrupt into my routine by adding another step that I completely forgot about this morning. And it takes time for a new routine to work. And there's two phases of this that are really important. And the first one is really, really wanting it to work and then giving yourself the time for the new routine to take hold. In the, in the email that I, that I sent out, I mentioned back in, you know, when I was, you know, before I would go through these phases I mean, I do this a lot where I would go to bed at night and I'm like, you know what, tomorrow, tomorrow's going to be different. I'm going to get up early. 
I'm going to try something different. And the alarm would go off and it would, you know, beep, 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 beep. And I'm like, oh, forget this. And I just shut it off. But two things I can remember in my life that have changed that pattern. And I'll go backwards. The first one is, for whatever reason, I really got excited about doing this show. It was like I, I, was, I, I woke up one day. Actually, it was after a, it wasn't necessarily woke up one day. I, I, got a, I, got a, I got a comment from a buddy of mine who's in the UK. and He checked out the show. And he's like, dude, your show, the production value is great. Your, your tech, you know, you're just doing an outstanding job. You know, it's like it's on broadcast. And I was like, huh. And I'm like, and I was thinking about it. It's like, all right, so I got, I got the custody arrangement has changed. Now it's week on, week off. We got COVID where I'm working at home. So I have, not that I have more time. It's just, okay, I could get up, you know, earlier. And before I go to, go to, before I go to my real job, I can do this. And, you know, I mean, realistically, it's kind of like I, you know, turn this off and then I literally just, you know, move over to this computer over here. You can't really see the screen, but, but, uh, I, uh, you know, I mean, it's like, all right, okay, this is, uh, this is doable. This is something that I could try. So I was, so, I mean, I had a vested interest in it and I'm like, Hey, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it every day. I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to see how this works. I'm going to see if I can do it. And, uh, I had a passion about it. So when the alarm went off, I got up and I wanted to do it. Now that one's easy, right? Cause that one's kind of fun. That one's something that, that, that I, that I really wanted to do prior to that. I mean, the next big situation was me wanting the pain to stop and I mean, after a couple of years in the first beginning parts of this, of the divorce, I was in a tailspin. I was not doing well. I started doing therapy. I started doing all kinds of different things. And when I, I did two things. One was I, I kind of came up with this absolute thinking idea. I'm like, I, I'm killing myself. I'm beating myself up. I can't keep doing this. I got to remind myself what's going on, right? So I basically started, I changed my perspective and I'm like, okay, you know, if you guys heard me talk about absolute thinking before, I'm like, all right, I don't have a diagnosis, which I've never got one, but I said, okay, I have enough information that, that I'm going to pretend like I do. And in my mind, I'm going to say my ex is MPD. And every time I would start ruminating about her and thinking, oh, but things aren't, you know, oh, oh, but what if no, it's this. It took me about 30 days for that to start working. The same thing on the hypnosis stuff. When I started the hypnosis stuff, it took about 30 days for it to work. And the key ingredient of this, and I'll go back to it, is I desperately wanted change. In the first instance, I desperately, well, not desperately, but I really wanted to do this show. I really felt passionate about it. And then on the other thing, I really felt passionate about not feeling this way anymore. So I was willing to try other things. I was re- willing to, to basically do a pattern interrupt and change the way I, I think. And, it, and after about 30 days at work. So the short version of this, 
as I babble on, is if you decide to try something, remember, you know, maybe even write it down, this is going to take about 30 days to start seeing results on my new way of doing things. Write down the date. Like if it's today, what is today? Today is the uh, August 17th. On August 17th, I am starting this, whatever this is. I'm starting absolute thinking. I'm starting black hole thinking. I'm going to try uh, hypnosis. I'm going to do, well, therapy's hard because you don't do it every day for 30 days. But, but you know, whatever it is, remind yourself it takes time for it to work. Give yourself some time to, 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 for whatever you're trying to start to take hold before you say, okay, well, this is a waste of time. I'm not seeing the results I want and stopping it. So that's my, that's my second rant of this, of the morning. All right. So there's a couple things I missed. First thing I want to hit is a super chat. Uh, add that it's, uh, says, uh, from Mike D says, pure character bowing down saying, thank you. Thing. <laughs> well, thank you very much for the super chat. I appreciate it. Actually, that might've been a super button, super sticker. Oh, I didn't know you could put words in super sticker. Oh no, that pure character is bowing down and saying, thank you. I messed that up. Okay. So if, if you guys are in the chat, you can see there's a peer <laughs> pair, a peer, a pair, a very interesting blue green pair saying, thank you. Thank you very much, Mike D. I appreciate that. I completely butchered that. <laughs> that will not be going into a clip. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So let me see. Uh, will says, everyone says to ignore and move on. Yeah. On one hand, they are correct. But on the other hand, they don't know the pain and abuse that we have, go- have gone through. Man, Will, that is so, so, so important. Let me see if I can find, find this. All right. So I'm just pushing that up. If you're watching the video version of this, I just put it up on the screen. One of the things that's really tough about this, and he's absolutely right, and I've said this before, is we do need to move on, but it's not that easy. And, and oftentimes when you have somebody who doesn't understand this, who says to you, uh, you know, hey, Will, you just need to move on, man. You know, you just can't let this keep happening to you. They're missing a key step or a key ingredient in all of this. And it's like, how do you get over the pain to where you can? It took me about three years of of varying uh, degrees of success and failure to get to that point myself. And I'll tell you, every time somebody said to me, man, you just need to move on. I'm thinking, how am I supposed to move on? How am I supposed to move on? My life is, is in free fall. I've lost everything. I'm fighting for my kids. I'm fighting in court. I'm fighting at work. I'm, you know, everything is just turned to crap and I'm just supposed to move on. See, the, the weird part about this is I look at it now and I have moved on. I have let all of that go. I have changed the way I approach this to where it doesn't bother me anymore. The missing step, the, the key ingredient in this recipe to get out of a disaster is getting to the point that you understand what you're dealing with. You've tried everything in your power, and this is really the key part of it. You've tried everything in your power to make things better, 
and you finally get to the point where you just wake up one day and say, oh my God, if I don't change the way I'm doing this, this is going to kill me. And it's when you get to that point, when you get to the point to say, okay, I've had enough, I have to do something different. That's when you get to the point where you can move on. And you can't do it till you're ready. I will often advise people when they want to lash out or they want to do something to say, do you really want to do that? Have you really looked at all the ramifications and the second and third order effects of what you're planning to do, the collateral damage, so to speak, and make that decision? The problem is there's a period of time where all of us are in a mode to where if we don't make that decision and we don't do it, we will beat ourselves up forever. I had a couple of, oh, I have one situation in particular where I went off on the X right before a parent teacher meeting or an individual, individualized development plan for our son. And I was not feeling well. Uh, I was sick. And I said some things that I shouldn't have said. And it almost cost me dearly. But here's the, the reality of it is I needed to do that. I needed to, to get to that point to, like, to, to release it so that I could move on to the next level. Now, I hope to God that every, every one of you maybe can listen to this channel, this show, hear some of these other stories, and potentially have a different perspective to say, eh, you know what, I remember Dwayne talking about that, and that didn't work out so well, so maybe I won't do it. Maybe you can get to that point without having to to, to take the risk. Same thing. Another example is whenever I sued the ex in small claims court for all the medical bills, people who are longtime viewers of the show will know and have heard me talk about this in the before, but one of the things that she used to love to do is she would get a medical bill. She wouldn't pay it. She wouldn't send it to me and she would wait until they finally sent it to collections. When the, when the letter came to her mailbox, that said collections on it, then she would grab a pen and she would say, you know, write my name on it and write my address. It's to the point where my credit rating still to this day shows that I lived at her house and I can't, you know, I can't get it off because the creditors basically put in the system that, uh, you know, I used to live at that house and now I've moved and here's my new address. It's very annoying. So as that was all going on, I was getting really tired of it because, I mean, I had no money. I mean, it was all for, for effect. I mean, it was all done on purpose. Didn't have any money. Could I mean, even when it was like, you know, $100 or $200, it was really hard to come up with them. Didn't have a credit card. Didn't have any money in my bank account. Was basically living, you know, hand to mouth. And uh, it was really tough. So scrounged up some money, took her to small claims court to basically try to make it stop. Now... Was that a, a smart move in the grand scheme of things? No, there was, a lot of, there was a lot of things that happened as a result of that. That might have happened anyways, but it just facilitated it happening sooner. And, uh, but the reality is I needed to do something. I felt, I was so tired 
of having to jump through flaming hoops, uh, having, you know, effectively the ex getting away with everything and just poking at me all the time. I had to do something to try to, to change it. And that's, that's the really tough part with this. It's, 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 I had to go through all of those things, try everything. I mean, just keep rolling the clock back on different things that I was like, no, it needs to be the, you know, no, it's going to be this way. You're going to play by the rules. You're going to stop doing, you know, whatever. You're going to stop using the kids to transfer information. You're going to do, you know, all these different things. And I think it's one of those things that if you don't try, then it's always going to be in the back of your head. Well, I didn't do enough or I didn't, you know, I should have should have fought back. I should have done this. I should have done that. I mean, if there is any way that somebody could have got with me in the beginning days of this, laid this all out, communicated it to me in a way that I had understand. And I'd go like, Oh wow. Okay. That makes sense. Maybe I wouldn't have had to make some of those decisions and go through that extra pain to get to the point where I was able to just let it go. I hope that's helpful for people because I know anybody who's new on this, most people just say, man, you got to let it go or worse. Oh, you just need to get a new relationship. You know, you just need to get, you know, you just need to have some, have some fun, you know, wink, wink, nod, nod. I think that's for us. I think that's the worst advice in the world. When you're going through something traumatic like this, sure. The distraction can seem uh, nice, but it masks the wound and it doesn't really help you heal from this and get and get to the other side like we were talking about earlier and potentially you makes you really uh, susceptible to other people who are potentially just as toxic all right so i got another let me look at this for a second I'm going to grab this one because this is, this is a good discussion point. If I can find it, where is it? See, I hate trying to find, uh, I think, yeah, here it is. This is from Shauna Dawn. If I'm saying your name right, I think I butcher it a lot. So I apologize. Says, I think one of the worst parts for me was that I considered myself a strong, independent woman who couldn't possibly be in an abusive relationship. And I think what people need to understand on this, because I had, I had a very similar experience, you know, not being the strong independent woman, but, uh, you know, I mean, I was a, a very high level in my job, managed a bunch of people like senior level management. And when this whole thing was exploding around me, I remember even having a conversation with my therapist saying, how, how, how did I not see this? I mean, I deal with, with, with crazy attitudes and I didn't know about narcissism at the time. Now I realize I dealt with narcissistic, toxic people all the time. And this is the world I, I unfortunately live in. How could I not see what was happening right underneath my nose? Well, it's really, it's, it's, it's common because we don't anticipate it. And we're always looking at what the original love bombing, if you want to call it that, 
are the mirroring that mirroring that was going on in the beginning. These people don't start out evil. They start out morphing to be the person that you want and or need them to be. So whenever you're beginning to meet somebody and you're in the early part of the relationship, hell, even if it's a professional one, they're putting the best foot forward. It's basically a long, a long con game. They're telling you what you want to hear. They're presenting it in a way that you gobble up. We all do. And it takes time for that mask and that facade to start dropping. And the reality is, is if they started out acting the way they do later, whenever they can't maintain the illusion anymore, we would never, more than likely, we would have never stayed in the relationship. Now, different people have different things. I think I probably put up with more just because I had my, my wonderful childhood upbringing, which primed me for a lot of the, a lot of the problems. And as a result of that, it didn't take, the mask could slide more. And as long as it was sprinkled in with a little, a little bit of that, that, you know, that love bomby goodness, it was enough for me to just ignore it. So it's, it's a really common thing. And I think a lot of people have that, that same feeling. They're like, how in the world did I get into this mess? How did I not see it? Well, it's because they didn't come out at front and say, you know, oh, here's my criminal background or, you know, here, you know, here's who I really am. Let me hold this up so you know exactly what you're getting into. They lie. They tell you this. They tell you the stories. They tell you uh, something different. You know, like mine was like, oh, everyone I've been with has been horrible. Everybody's cheated on me. Everybody has has uh, has abandoned me. You know, and, and instead of looking at that going, hmm, yeah, that doesn't sound good. You know, what's the common denominator here? I mean, I was like, oh, no, you know, you're such a beautiful butterfly. How could anyone treat you like that? You know, and, and I know part of it, looking back on it, part of it was like, okay, well, I'll treat this person like a princess. And all they want is that. So I'll do that. And it will be great. And. You know, she'll pick me and we'll love each other forever and there'll be loyalty and we'll be in it, you know, we'll be in it, uh, in it to win it, so to speak. And the reality is that that's not the case. And the reality is 21 years later, I realized, actually even before that, sadly, I realized, oh, wow, there was probably more to that story. There's probably, because some of the behavior, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, and I remember that early on, I remember thinking, oh, well, if she did this, what she's doing to me, to other people, I could see why they could potentially do these other things. And I was like, I will never do the cheaty thing because I think that's the most horrible thing in the world. And partly that was because I knew if she did it to me, it would just be the most horrible thing someone could do, you know, just to be like, well, I'm not going to uh, go down in more detail. That'll be for a different show. But that's what you got to remember is, is, it, is it doesn't start out that way. And then I think we all get to the point where we beat ourselves up on that. So we're at the little past the halfway point. If you want to participate in the show, 
You can call in at 1-424-373-5483. I'm going to see what else we have going going on. Uh, let's see if I can pull this one up. Um, let's see. The, the interesting part is the system I use that I can highlight it is doesn't doesn't do it as well as the other one. So, I mean, it, it doesn't hide when you when you tag me on the the YouTube one. It actually makes a color and it makes it easier for me to find. So I'm going to grab this other comment from Divorce Papa. He says, the ex has started to not send enough clothing for my daughter on her visits, but picking battles, I've decided not to say anything and work around it. This kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. And one, it's very common for them to do that. And they'll do a couple of different things. If the kid goes to their house with brand new clothes, they will come back with clothes that are the wrong size, too small, ruined, either forcing you, you know, basically cycling out all your clothes and, uh, um, making you have to buy new ones. The reality is it's those actions are just to screw with you. I mean, they'll, they'll, they'll hide it. They'll say, Oh no, no, I, I, I'm not doing that on purpose. I just, it was in the washer. I mean, you know, whenever it came back, uh, you know, uh, it was, it was whenever it was time to come back, it was, no, it, was, it wasn't available. So we had to, this is all they had, you know, it's, it, there's always a reason. See, that's the thing. Narcissistic people, are able to spin everything. They are masters at spin. And they're able to take whatever happens and spin it around just enough to where there might be some truth into it. And it takes... It, it, until you basically decide, no, I'm dealing with somebody who's toxic and probably narcissistic, like talking about the absolute thinking, you can find yourself getting cold or sucked into that going, well... Maybe, okay, maybe, maybe that might make sense. The reality is, is it's just to try to create drama and problems. And what, what, uh, what Divorce Papa said right here is working around it, that's your best bet. And that's what I ended up doing. Uh, I, I mean, initially I would try to, you know, I would make sure, I would try the opposite, right? I mean, I would like, okay, you know, you can't wear that. You got to wear the clothes you came over. You don't want to wear your other clothes. But then when they're going to school and it's completely inappropriate, you're not going to send your kid to school because my transitions were at school wearing something that's uh, they shouldn't, you know, that, that's completely inappropriate or completely the wrong size. So it was just, it was a mess. Fortunately, see here, you know what, guys, here's the other thing that I find amazing about this. You know, when I was talking earlier about, you know, trying to force things to go your way, and it's like, whenever you finally get to the point where you release it and you're like, you know what? Okay, I'm just going to work around it. It's amazing. It's like the universe or God says, okay, cool. You know, you, you figured it out. You figured out that you don't need to, to, uh, to try to do this that way anymore. And what happened with me is I had friends who were like, hey, uh, you know, my, I mean, I had a, a friend of mine whose sister had a bunch of clothes and was like, Hey, um, my, you know, my sister's getting rid of all these clothes for her kids. They're too small. And some of them are brand new cause they never wore them. Do you want them? And I'm like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I basically got, you know, uh, wardrobe 
dropped on my, on my desk or on my floor or not my floor, my house, you know, whatever. And, uh, and it just worked out. I mean, it was weird. It went from this really stressful thing to where it just worked out. It was like, I didn't have to really go buy clothes and I had clothes and it was like, wow, how does that just work? And oftentimes that's kind of what happens with these things. It's like when you make your peace with it and you release it and you, you know, and I, and I know I've talked about this before and this used to drive me crazy when I was, when I was younger. Well, when I say younger, you know, under 50, since I just turned 50 four days ago, something like that, or what, what is it? 10 days ago. And, uh, you know, when people would say, you know, well, let God have the, take the wheel. And I was like, I always used to think like, what, what, what? But no, the, the, the power behind that is whenever you say, you know what? I can't control this thing. I can't. I can't force it to happen the way I want it to happen. And as soon as you tend to, it, 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 I swear, it, it's the most bizarre thing. When you, when you get to the point where you say, okay. I'm just going to chill out. I'm going to just believe that it's going to work, work out. A lot of times it does. It's, it's the most craziest thing in the world. I mean, if you think about, I mean, it's like if, anyways, I'll just leave it at that and, you know, take that for what it is. I know everybody in here who's done that and experienced it is going to be going, oh yeah, yep, absolutely works. And everybody else who has an experience is going to be saying, that is a load of crap. You're just lucky. You're just, you know, whatever. Blowing it out of proportion or you're naive. But it's, it's a, it's, guys, it's a real thing. All right. We only got 18 minutes left. You want to call in this show? I think we've had a caller every day. It'll be really disappointing if no one calls in. <laughs> Actually, it wouldn't be that disappointing. But if you want to dial in, it's 1-424-373-5483. See, that was a manipulative move on my part. I have to apologize. I'm sitting there trying to use shaming, guilt trip. <laughs> Isn't that amazing how people do that? You know, the, the, they, they, they immediately go whenever you're not doing what they want to try to shame you, to, to get you to conform. Oh, you, you don't want to... You know, you don't want to do what I want. Well, a real person, a real man, a real mom would do X, Y, Z. God, I, you know, I don't know what you guys, and that used to work on me, you know, back in the, back in the day, back in the day, that was the, the chief technique, tactic that my mom would use to control me. She would cry. She would just try to pull those emotional strings and, uh, you know, it took me a while to get, get over that. I mean, to be perfectly honest guys, and the ex tried to use this against me in court. I was, I was angry about that when I, I, there was a period of time where if, if I was around a, a woman who was crying instead of feeling sympathy, I would get angry because CPTSD didn't realize it at the time. And I was one of those things where I was like, why is this making me mad? It was because it was a flashback pointing back. I'm putting my arm way back in the back, pointing way back to when I was a kid, when that technique was used all the time. I never processed it. I never didn't understand it. So when someone would do it, it would trigger those other points. 
So anyways, the ex, when we were going through, uh, through the, uh, you know, the evaluation, it was, uh, you know, Dwayne hates women and I'm so worried that we have two daughters and, and he hates, hates females. So I just, I can't, you know, it's amazing how they will take anything and everything to try to twist it around to make you a monster. And I was just like, I don't know. Actually, what I said is, I said, oh, wow. You know what? She was right. Back when I was 20, I was 44, 43 at that time. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, that was a yeah, good point. But I've worked on that and don't have a problem. Don't have a problem with it. Work for women, have, you know, uh, you know, have women who are bosses, coworkers, not an issue, not a problem. But I forgot about that. Interesting walk down memory lane. <laughs> See, I wish I would have been this calm going through that. If I would have realized what I was going through, I could have, I could have uh, not been so stressed. Anyways, if you guys want to participate in the show, one four two four three seven three five four eight three. Uh, and, and just to go see, I got to figure out how to pull this up. I'm, I'm going to move something around and I'm going to try something, which might be a colossal mistake. Maybe. Yeah. See, that ain't going to work. Uh, let me do it this way. If I go over here and I go, uh, darn the luck darn. Oh, no, I'll do it here. I'll go right this and I'll say, come on. Here. Hope. All right. So hopefully you guys can still hear me. Uh, if you guys want to sign up for that text thing I was talking about, just text DSD live to 855-849-6952. That's 855-849-6952. Just type DSD live in the text box and it will add you onto my new super new checking out notification thing that I forgot to use today that I will try to use tomorrow to send out reminders of, of, of the live show and stuff like that. So let me scroll back down. Oh, see, I, I'm going to grab this comment that Caleb said, it says that kind of, uh, <coughs> excuse me, that kind of anger will lead to Meg Tau, bad place to be. Meg Tau is men going their own way. And uh, I normally don't talk about it, but I, it, it, with the topic, I think it's a good discussion point. The thing with it is, I mean, there are some, there are some concepts in it that make sense. You know, basically, go your own way. Don't get into the, to the machine and protect yourself, right? Focus on making your life better. Don't, you know, don't sacrifice yourself in the family court machine and, uh, you know, focus on making the best life possible. The problem is, is that that's like the 10% of it. And the, and the rest of the 90% is just angry, vitriolic, anti, you know, just like all women are horrible, which isn't completely true because there's people who are like, Hey, there's, there's, there's nature, right? There's the female nature and, and, you know, just understand what they are, you know, that type of thing. I just, for the most part, think it's a, a slippery slope 
that depending on what you're needing to get through the day, if you go down that path, it's just, it's, it's, it's a, it's a bad place to be. What I'll tell you is when I started this channel and I was looking at, I'm like, okay, I want to start this channel. This was four years ago. And I did a search on what some of the video topics I would do. And I'm like, okay, you know, divorcing, uh, you know, yada, yada. And all I saw were people who were really, really angry, vitriolic. I mean, just, and, and rightfully so their whole lives had been destroyed. They'd lost their pensions. They'd lost their money. Their kids had been turned against them. They were just angry, angry people. And I'm like, oh, dear God, you know, this is one. I mean, everything that this person is talking about is exactly what I'm worried about happening to me. And uh, it's just, it's a tough, tough thing. But I like this. Uh, P.O.P., I'm not going to read the name, says uh, you can be Megtown in a sense and still even be married. I am doing it. And I think it's, it's, it's part of, uh, whoops, I grabbed the wrong one. So I grabbed Shauna's or Shanna's and uh, it scrolled up when I hit the other one. I was trying to do this one. Dang it. I suggested it actually does. Oh crap. I grabbed the wrong one again. Anyway, so I'm not going to, I completely blew that one. Um, okay. So I got a call and I'm going to, Grab it real quick. Welcome to the Hi, show. Brian. You're on the air. Hey, how's it going? Hey, it's been a while. It has. Uh, yeah, I just wanted a couple of comments. I just like to uh, just on that last topic. Yeah, Meg Tao. Yeah, go ahead. You, you know, you can't go blame. You just can't go blaming all women because yeah. what we're dealing with is men and women who have a very specific personality trait. Yep. And if you go to blaming all women, you're going down a bad road. Absolutely. And, and it'll corrupt everything you do. If it's like, it just takes you, takes you kind of down the dark side, to be honest. And the other thing is that, you know, talking about this very specific personality trait that we've run into, you know, you can't really blame yourself either. You know, I think all of us really have to some point or another, have really just been unlucky. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. You know, I mean, and, and, uh, I mean, it's one of those things where you just, well, it's kind of like goes back to the top of what we were talking about at the beginning. I mean, you just, you get to the point where you just have to say, okay, you know what? All this other stuff wasn't working. What do I have to do to get my life back? I mean, and I'm not going to use your name cause you haven't said it, but I mean, for anyone who's, who's, uh, been on it for a while, right. Long time person, long time member of the channel, used to call in every once in a while. We used to do this about a year ago, and uh, I mean, we were just talking the other day, and I mean, you've you've come a long way in just taking taking back your life and in just tremendous adversity. Not even just with your divorce, but just everything else. It's like sometimes it just seems like the world's just like, hey, let's just uh, knock, let's just push you off another ladder and see how that works, right? Yeah, there's a, there comes a point where you just have to stop beating your head against the wall. Yeah, exactly. And get on, get on with your life, you know. Well, thanks, man, for calling in. I appreciate so, that. Um, all right, just want to make sure you had a call. Okay, <laughs> everybody, take care. Thanks, man. Okay. Yeah, you know, and it's it's amazing because I think we have to get to the point 
like we were talking about the top of the top of the hour where it's, you just realize you're beating your head against the wall and it's, you got to decide to try something different. You got to basically say, okay, I'm going to try something different and see if this, see if this, uh, if, if it'll work differently. And sometimes it's so freaking hard to do because you, you get to a point where you just have to, you have to just kind of let it go, you know? Anyways, um, well, it's like we have, well, it looks like my call screener thing is, or no, people are hanging up. So people are trying to call in, but there it's, there seems to be some issue. Wow. There's a lot of people trying to call in right now. Well, we do have a few more minutes. So if some, if one of them works, I will will grab somebody. So, and unfortunately there's only five lines. So you guys might be getting busy signals if people are calling on, on all the same thing. So, all right. Hopefully, there we go. It looks like we got one. All right, so I'm going to grab uh, area code 816. Hello, you're on the show. Hey, Dwayne, this is Will again. Uh, we talked last week. Hey, uh, Will. A couple of times. Hey, um, I just had a quick question. Uh, I just want to know, and you were kind of alluding to this, um, I just want to know when does it stop, like, I've done, I watched your videos and I've done the, uh, absolute thinking and, and, uh, hybrid, no contact. And, you know, I do, I do not reach out. I don't, but it still seems like in new and creative and oh, serious yeah. ways, she is still like, boom, it's like you do, you know, yeah, yeah. it's, it's, it's insane to me. So I just would like to know that. Uh, thank you. I'll okay. be quiet now. <laughs> no, no, thanks. Thanks for the call. Um, so, so here's the thing guys. And, and he, and will brought up an excellent point. The caller brought up an extra, extra, uh, excellent point that once you start learning their, their, their tactics and you start implementing things to, to deal with it, most of the time they try something different. They don't normally just go, Oh no, it didn't work. They figured me out. I'm going to stop. No, they ramp it up. And they ramp it up in unique and interesting ways that you generally don't anticipate that just completely take you for a spin. You're like, what? I mean, that's the same thing that happened with me. It's like, okay, I, I you know, stopped interacting with her. Then she started trying to chase me back around. Then I put a stop to that. Then it turned to the kids. Then it turned to the bills, you know, the, the, the medical bills I was alluding to earlier and all those things. And it's, it feels like, and, and, and what he just said is the, exactly the way I felt. And is it, so how does it, when does it stop? Here's the key. What happens is you get to the point that they just can't affect you anymore. That when they do their stupid stuff, even if it does like flare up real quick, it's like, yeah, I was talking with Debbie about this yesterday. I and mean, there's some things going on right now to where it's just like, you know, I'd almost like to be able to feel, feel sympathy for the person that my ex is, but it's so much damage, so much 
so many problems that have been created, not even in my life, but just watching what my kids have to go through. It's just really, really tough. The thing is, just to, just to end this on, a, on a, I guess, a positive note, it does end. And what happens is you get to the point where they just can't affect you anymore. It's like you get to this point where you have this defense where it's like, you know what? You are not worth my time. Yes, you're a yapping dog that's running around my feet. You know, maybe you're nipping at my toes, but, you know, you learn to put better shoes on and, and you know, you learn to wear, wear higher, you know, uh, boots that uh, protect your ankles and you just, you adapt to minimize the thing. It doesn't stop. They don't stop. They don't wake up one day and say, oh, wow, you know, I shouldn't have done that. It just continues. And, you know, it's just really tough. But it does, but it changes. See, we change. You change. You get to the point, like I said, you get to the point to where you realize that this just isn't, you're not going to give them that space in your head and in your heart anymore. And you say, enough is enough. I'm not going to do it. And if, if you're at the early parts of this and I say that, you're like, okay, but how do you get there? It goes back to what we were talking about at the beginning part of this particular show where you try everything and you finally just realize you're beating your head against the wall. It's not working. And the only choice you have is over you and how you're going to move forward. And when you get to that point, you can turn around and say, okay, I'm just not, I'm not going to give you that power. And that's what's happened in my situation. And, and even to the point that I'm not even, at, I mean, I used to go through this phase where I would want to show the ex how good I'm doing, that I'm happy. I don't care anymore. I don't care. The idea that, that if, if she felt that she was getting one over on me and she was winning in her mind used to just drive me crazy. I don't care. You think you want to, I mean, you think you're winning, believe it. Because if you do, you leave me alone. So if I have to go around and I have to be really standoffish and, you know, I mean, because you can do, you can kind of approach it a different way. Some people will go in and it's like, all right, I'm going to pretend like everything's great. I'm going to be like, oh, everything's great. Everything's wonderful. The problem is, is every time I did that, you know what happened is like, hey, wait a minute, you're having a better life. How dare you? How dare you? And it would just, this S show would start up and make my life so much complicated. So I'm like, hey. If she wants to think that she's winning and I'm a disgruntled, angry, bitter person, fine, fine. If that makes it to where she leaves me alone, great. The biggest problem is if she ever finds this channel and realizes that I'm doing that, it's probably not going to be a lot of fun for me, which will be a huge test to see how I do. See how I actually, see, have I actually mastered all these skills? I think I've actually done pretty well. Anyways. So on that, because we're running up on, on the end of the hour, thank you guys for spending your Monday with me. I really appreciate it. Uh, I, I see that a bunch of people tried to call in. If you're in the queue when this thing ends, leave a message, and I can use that as a starting point for um, the next show. If you just hung up, just call back. Once the show's over, leave a message. And uh, I'll play it at the beginning of the show. And then if you miss it, you can watch it on the replay. But guys, this stuff does get better. They don't control your life forever. 
we change and we become better people. You become a better person, your life's going to be better, and things will turn around. On that, have a great rest of your day, and I'll see you tomorrow.